0: Babe, you got three different kinds to choose from. What are we looking at here? You got chocolate. You got white chocolate. You got oatmeal. Hmm. Looks like you went to town on these oatmeal. Oh, yeah.
1: We're eating on the mic again. I'm eating on the mic again.
0: It is time to play everyone's favorite game, Questions About Donuts. All right.
1: Hit me with some questions about donuts.
0: I'm going to ask you five questions. If you break even, I have to buy you a dozen of any donut that you so choose. From wherever you so choose. If I win, you're going to get me a Boston Cream donut from Dunkin'. Or Giant. Wherever is convenient. Voodoo Donut. A very famous shop in Portland, Oregon. Used to make a, quote, medicinal donut. Which was coated in what? THC NyQuil, or you could also get it with Pepto Bismol.
1: Hold on. <laughs> One of those makes sense.
0: In these United States, what is the most popular flavor of donut? Glazed. Glazed is correct. Yes, about 22% of all donuts are glazed.
1: I love a glazed donut.
0: Well, that's the macro. Let's zoom into the micro. In this great state of ours, Pennsylvania, what is the most popular flavor of donut? Jelly. Powdered. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we love those Tasty Cake powdered donuts. Those are fine. Hard to go wrong with any kind of donut. I don't know that there's a kind of donut that I dislike.
0: None? I can't think of one. Dry. Like plain? Once a do- no. Once a donut goes dry, throw it away. Well, that's not a genre. Would you say
1: your least favorite kind of fruit is rotten? Because that's... Doesn't, just <laughs> that doesn't feel... is different. <laughs> is it different? Rotten will kill you. Dry won't. Ah, I don't know if it'll kill you. <laughs> I have to get the next two questions yeah. correct.
0: You got to win out. Hmm. Donuts were brought to these United States, and probably the world, by which European nation?
1: German? It's the Dutch. The Dutch. I know it had to be one of those. Mm. It was like,
0: so I lose? You lose, but you might as well just get the last one. Which writer, who also penned The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, was the first to describe donuts in print? Um... I don't know who wrote sleepy hollow i have a feeling once nathaniel, i say it. It'll be like, oh yeah nathaniel hawthorne that's it
1: madison cawthorne doesn't he sound like he's like a 19th century author my friends i encourage you continue to make your voice heard because do we love donald trump but my friends we're not doing this just for donald trump we are doing this for the constitution our constitution was violated you know if i knew that a city clerk in a city called co- with a, my name named madison can overturn a state legislator and alter the course of an election well hell i might have ran for a different office
0: washington irving oh berlin This is Deep Dive Divas. Every third episode, Joe and I listen to an artist with but one studio album in their discography and share our findings with you. We're doing Odd Future, buddy. Yeah. How did you first hear of Odd Future, Wolfgang, Kill Them All?
1: I don't remember how I first heard of them, but I do remember I was sitting in the, I guess it was called the Tech Center at Upper Derby High School. <clears throat> I was hanging out there with some fellow musician kids, and we were all playing guitars and hanging out. And I remember a friend and I were discussing N.E.R.D., Nerd, Pharrell's Band.
2: You think that you don't have to ever quit. You think that you can get away with it. You think the light won't be ever lit. It's almost right now, almost open now.
0: Mr I got a hat himself. Sure. This is before the hat. Oh, before he ever wore a hat.
1: Yeah. I guess I guess he was already bald. I feel like he's always been bald. I don't think he's bald. Well like shaved. <laughs> I think he
0: just has short hair. He keeps it real he keeps it, you know, keeps it short. Bald to me seems to denote a condition of one's follicles. Like if I were to just shave your head, I wouldn't say you're you're a bald person.
1: I I think that you're wrong. We're we're hanging out, and somebody was like, uh, we were talking about nerd, and somebody was like, oh, you like nerd? Do you like Odd Future? And I had heard enough Odd Future to say no, and. I think I've made it clear on this show that in high school I was like an insufferable little music dork. And so I'm sure I said no in like a, "ooh, no, I'm too good for that kind of a way. And then everybody was descending upon me. And what I learned was that every kind of music kid liked Odd Future at that point. Because of that incident, I still think to this day that that Odd Future was the coolest band at the time. The metal kids liked Odd Future. The punk kids liked Odd Future. The rap kids liked Odd Future. But I didn't really, and so anyway, my friend was like, "You would like Earl Sweatshirt. and I remember from that conversation, I actually did like Earl Sweatshirt. He was right
2: My
0: exposure to odd future was. Also in high school, but I was the teacher, and there were just all these kids <laughs> with donuts on their backpacks, like Simpson-style donuts. O f. Of what do you, these kids like articles and <laughs> confections? What's going on here? They got to unpack their adjectives. I know. And I ask one, "What's all the hubbub, bub?" And he says, "It's a it's a band, Odd Future." And I go. Okay. (laughs) You didn't remember Odd Future? No, by this time, I'd known Tyler, the creator, completely independent of Odd Future. Huh. Yeah. You missed Odd Future as an entity. I
1: missed them totally. So my insistence that they were the coolest band is... I mean,
0: I didn't know them. That doesn't make them not cool.
1: They were pretty cool. You're (laughs) older
0: than me. (laughs) So Odd Future is a rap collective who have since... Launched endeavors into everything from television to apparel, the latter of which is kind of their thing now. Odd Future Wolfgang Kill Them All was founded in 2007. Joe's got the shirt on with a cute rainbow cat.
1: Yeah. You can't buy this shirt anymore. I bet it's worth money.
0: Well, how much did you pay for it? It was a gift. Oh. So it's worth more than, than what you got it for. Shout out to Laura, my sister. Thank you. Odd Future is founded in the great city of Los Angeles in 2007. I would say the ringleader is Tyler, the creator. But there are a whole lot of other members. Let's uh, list them all. You You, got Casey Veggies. You got Haji. Haji Beats. Left left Brain. brain. Matt Martians. Matt Martians. Jasper Dolphin. Jasper, yep. Travis Taco Bennett. I saw Taco. You sure did. I saw... Earl Sweatshirt Mm -hmm.
1: at the Also an odd future. Also an odd future. Taco was his DJ, question mark? I don't know that he was actually doing anything. I guess he was. Why wouldn't he be? Somebody's got to press play on these MP3s.
0: And Sid, that's like the first iteration of the band. Later on, you will get everyone from the aforementioned Earl Sweatshirt to Brandon Deshay, Pyramid Vritra, V-R-I-T-R-A. Vritra. Yeah, Verda. It doesn't even seem like they did it. Vrita. Them. Domogenesis, Mike G., Frank Ocean, and Knock Hell Smith. So there's a lot of people in it kind of <laughs> participating in uh, varying degrees. Tower of the Creator seems to me to be like the spoke, you know, the yeah. hub of the spoke. Yeah. He's the center of the wheel.
1: <laughs> he was the first one to get famous, so it's easy to put that on him. But I also do get the impression that he was
0: the heart of the group. And I I think it's also his personality that comes to the fore that everyone kind of falls in line behind. Tower the Creator is (coughs) funny and clever, and I think that that's what everyone in Odd Future is trying to be. I think that he's not only just funny and clever, but also
1: irreverent. And I feel like everyone is trying to be irreverent. Maybe they're not even all trying to be clever. (laughs) Yeah. I think some of them are content to just be offensive.
0: And it works. <laughs>
1: you go, a lot go, of the go. time.
0: So follow me back, if you will, to 2007. This collective gets going, but there's really nothing to show for it until 2008. Casey Veggies and Tyler collaborate on a mixtape called Customize Greatly Volume 1. That's not Odd Future. That's just a separate thing that they did.
2: Who was Casey Veggies? Yeah. They know
0: it's okay it's pretty damn lo-fi for 2008 <laughs> something they made on a macbook <laughs> yeah but then a few months later we get the odd future tape which is a mixtape could you explain to our listeners at home what the difference is between a mixtape an ep and an album I'll start with the two we've already discussed on the show. If you're a regular listener, EP, extended play.
1: For some reason, that means shorter. It's essentially a single with some extra tracks. Then you got an album. That is a full album. Y'all know what an album is. Why am I bothering? It's a, It's got a bunch more songs than an EP. Then you have a mixtape, which is something, I guess, that an artist puts out that's somewhere between a demo and an album. The tracks can be as produced as the artist feels like releasing at the time. But you get the impression it's a personal statement from an artist just meant to kind of advertise the brand.
0: They serve uh, practical purposes as well, especially in terms of exposure. Sure, sure. Where where you don't need to put together a whole album and get on your traditional album tour, album tour. Now, a mixtape is something you could put out every week if you wanted to. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be with any regularity. It's usually much lower production value, uh, and that's kind of understood going into it.
1: And I would characterize them as having a lot of tracks. While they can be short, they generally are 15, 20 tracks. Maybe not full tracks. Maybe they're all little snippets.
0: Do you think that that's kind of the way music is going? Because if we look at this time period, 2007, you will start to see some artists moving away from full-length albums into EPs. And then it feels like the next step, once you get into the 2010s and teens, you're moving away from EPs, that's too established, down to these mixtapes.
1: Right. I mean, you know, I think that, like, as a, you know, an indie artist releasing music, what I put out is generally probably more realistically described as a mixtape. I think it's more similar to a mixtape culturally than an album. You know, nobody, nobody gave me seed money to go to a studio and record an album. You know, I set up some microphones, and uh, recorded myself singing my songs and put it all together myself. Yeah, I think music is heading that way for indie artists, and that line is becoming you know more and more blurred all the time.
0: So the Odd Future tape, you and I are in agreement that we both think that this is pretty solid. It seems cohesive in a way that a lot of these solo and collective acts are not. It feels very much born out of Tyler's vision of what music should be
1: with a little bit of eclecticism there's some there's some jazz mm. there's some more like horrorcore rap sort of like punk based right. rap
2: all right i
1: i haven't looked into this but i assume it's all being made on like laptops you it know?
0: appears that most of it was done, like, in a home, quote, studio, right. you know? One um,
1: microphone, probably Fruity Loops at the time, you know? Like, cheap music software, probably not even real instruments, probably all virtual instruments, if I had to guess, by a handful of guys on a couple of machines. Because it all has... If you listen, like, the the synths are basically the same. Right. It's a lot of synth bass that just kind of goes... <clears throat> a lot of... um the same sort of not piano electric piano sound. Yeah. In a good way. I, I think that it sounds great. I think it's I think it's a unique sound. That they all have continued to use. Even sort of more out there members like Frank Ocean, you can still hear some of those sounds in Frank Ocean's music, Earl Sweatshirt's music, Tyler the Creator's music especially. They still use some of those tones. I think that there's definitely a lot of thought put into it. You know, I think even more than some like punk rock sort of, you know, arounds. like you can hear a lot of effort whether or not you like it.
0: You mentioned punk rock and I see a lot of similarities between Odd Futures stylings and punk rock the do it yourself sort of nature to it, the abrasive nature to mm-hmm. it, the incitement of violence in the crowds of people who go to see mm-hmm. it,
1: also just the like insular sense of humor, yeah, like yeah. there's there's I guess this is getting ahead of ourselves, but Tyler's homophobia on that tape, but you don't know, you know I'm hearing it in retrospect. I don't hear it with fresh eyes in two thousand and eight, but he continues to do the homophobic jokes. Up until Cherry cherry Bomb, is that what it's called? Yeah. Up until Cherry Bomb. In a way that by Cherry Bomb, it's like you can hear him going, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here I There's other jokes like that, that they, they have like a set of jokes that they all are going to do that feels very punk rock to me. You know, like I, they, they have characters that they're doing. It's like wrestling.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I would say with the caveat that some of the personalities are distinct enough. In that way, others <laughs> I don't think is. are very much. I think Earl is. I think Mike Frank, G is at least talented. Mike enough G, to I jump think, out. is probably the best, like straight up rapper out of the group. Right,
1: you can tell that this is somebody who understands breath and understands rhythm, maybe more than Haji or some of the more generic guys. Tyler, obviously, he has a voice. You, you hear Tyler's voice, and that's Tyler unmistakable
0: so as of 2008 you have like four or five members in odd future Dep- it varies depending on who you ask by the end of the year brandon deshae also joins and over the course of the next two years this is where you get earl sweatshirt Genesis, mike g frank ocean Knockout smith and such right in 2009 tyler the creator puts out his debut mixtape entitled bastard and haji puts out his debut mixtape the Dena tape 2010 pretty much everyone else in the collective is going to follow suit and put out their first mixtapes earl sweatshirts earl comes out in 2010 haji and left brain collaborate to form a group mellow hype which i would say is probably one of the more successful uh, ventures to come out of odd future with their debut mixtape yellow white they then follow that up the same year with their debut full-length album blackened white as in blackened catfish <laughs>
1: I love black and cat Body decomposition, ripping through your rhythm. I suggest you
2: stop the listen. Then it's not prescription. Fuck your contradiction. This is my composition. Knock, knock. Delivery, I'll be restoration. Body decomposition. Rippin' through your rhythm. I suggest you stop the listen. Said it's not prescription. Fuck your contradiction. This is my composition.
1: So that's about when I got into Odd Future. That's, I think, when I became aware. 2010. Um, Like I said, I liked the Earl tape. I did. I went back and listened to Bastard at some point. There's stuff on Bastard I like. I think it's flawed. You know, I don't know that Tyler was necessarily ready to be an album artist. There's some really mature writing for someone who is at this point mostly known... For fairly, you know, inflammatory language and...
0: We can't beat around the bush here. And we won't! There's a lot of homophobic and misogynist language in these lyrics. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, at that
1: point, I'm I'm not going to pretend I was so woke as a, you know, high school kid that that was what bothered me. But I definitely think I at least saw it as a crutch. I didn't think it was cool. You know, I just was kind of like, okay, all right. Yep. And one more, one more of those, you know, it was kind of like, what's, what, what am I, what am I listening to? Why would I want to listen to this? You know, but then you get something like radical, which first of all. was one of my favorite lyrics of all time. I think it's so funny. It's so, it's so obviously, you know, re- referring to the idea that we're doing offensive music. We're, you know, inciting your kids to, to you know, we're, we're like... It's the it? suburbs'
0: worst nightmare. Random disclaimer.
1: disclaimer.
2: Hey, don't do anything that I say in this song, okay? It's fucking fiction. If anything happens, don't fucking blame me. White America. Fuck Bill O'Reilly. Four, three,
0: two one
1: we're black sabbath telling you to kill yourself like we're doing that but we're doing it bigger and louder and dumber yeah
0: there's fire (laughs) there's fire you should you
1: should you should also hate school you know it's also schools out back to alice cooper you know what i mean like it's it's firmly planting itself in a tradition in a way that i think more artists
0: should do domo genesis puts out his debut mixtape in august entitled rolling papers and mike g does the same with his mixtape Ali, the Radical mixtape, comes out in late 2010. And this is what really builds Odd Future's sense of popularity.
2: People now know
0: of this group. They have more accessibility to Odd Futures music. But also the group's getting out and playing more. And not just in these United States, Joey. They're going a hop, skip, and a jump across the pond to London, England. Cheerio. Where they play on November 5th. And then three days later, they do the same in New York City. Yeehaw! Hot damn. Call the police and, and the fireman. fireman. In twenty eleven we get more mixtapes. Frank Ocean's debut, Nostalgia Ultra, comes out on February sixteenth, two days after Valentine's Day. Mmm <laughs> <laughs> And Tyler, that May, puts out his debut full-length record, Goblin. Who would win in a fight? A goblin or a troll? What's the difference? Hey! (laughs) Taking him down! Well, now Odd Future has some more bona fides. Pretty much everyone who's involved has a recording. Some have full-length records now. And in April, they signed to Sony Music to start Odd Future Records. And the interesting thing about this is that they reserve the right to maintain all creative control on every project that Odd Future Records works on. Good for them. Big power coming from Sony.
1: It is. But you think about it like... Up until this point, they haven't had a record deal. These are fully realized projects. Everything since the Odd Future mixtape anyway was charting. Why not let them go? They're able to make this stuff on their own. They don't need a recording studio to do it. Whatever. Promote their music, you know? Make a little money off of them.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of like a lot of the success of horror movies, how a lot of horror movies don't cost very much money to make. But when you have one that hits, like a paranormal activity, the financial repercussions are massive. So I think that's what Sony's kind of doing here. They figure that these guys don't require much attention or much funding. They are really good at promoting themselves through the internet and through simply word of mouth with how outrageous their shows are.
1: And if you don't get huge, you know, kickback based on just, you know, signing them, what's the worst that could happen? They've already said everything they could possibly say. They're already just about the most offensive group on the planet. So if you can get away with signing them, what's the big deal?
0: They embark on the Golf Wang Tour 2011.
1: Can I say that still makes me laugh?
0: Golf Wang. Get it? Because they're... It's Wolfgang. Which
1: is is in the middle of their (laughs) silly name.
0: And this is a 27-stop tour, which included... The Union Transfer in Philadelphia. That's a
1: fairly established
0: mid-sized venue. Following the tour, Odd Future puts out the 12 Odd Future Songs compilation, which has 13 tracks. God bless them. (laughs) They're funny. And they announce uh, this compilation record, which we don't talk about. We don't talk about mixtapes. We don't talk about comp albums. We don't talk about live albums. They announce us on Tyler's Twitter, where he just posts the iTunes link to it, and that's it.
1: <laughs> Pretty cool.
0: And the internet is on board the like musical it. group The Internet. Very popular with the teens.
1: One of their members has a song on the charts this very week Steve Lacey, Bad Habits.
2: Mission.
0: Steve Lacey hits number one on the Emerging Artists chart. The following year in 2012, Odd Future goes into a music studio in Los Angeles for two weeks.
1: (laughs) And it shows.
0: While they're pretty much still in the studio, put out a song entitled Forest Green
2: the future, How we know what's next Seeing all the steps that he's taking You mistaken if they say we ain't so complex Trying to be in the blue coop You can't pronounce the name With a bad yellow bitch And she's singing purple rain So insane and people talking down on me I don't really think they should They said they could do it better I don't really think they could I ain't one for niggas wishes But I wish a nigga would Ain't as easy as it looks I just
1: make it look good Yeah, they talking down on- It's not bad
0: yeah, it's, it's one of my three notable tracks from this record. So they put out the single floor screen while they're still in the studio. And pretty much nothing happens for a year. They went to the studio for two weeks and nothing's there. Tyler is interviewed by The Guardian about what's going on with this record that they made by this point, but haven't released yet. And Tyler says, quote, I don't know. I have my doubts. Everybody's going on it. And I just think, fuck. Everybody might hate this shit. Everybody yeah. might go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. We wanted this. We wanted that. There we go. We made an entire album that we wanted to make. If everybody hates it, okay. We have an album we like.
1: Hmm. Doesn't sound like he likes it very much.
0: Yeah, he doesn't express a lot of, a lot of faith. That was, that was
1: essentially a negative review, in my opinion.
0: The record comes out on March 20th. It is called the OF Tape Volume 2, and this is a full-ass-length album. Oh, boy. 18 tracks. Hour and 20 almost? Yeah. It
1: was long. Boy, was it long. This was a chore.
0: The song P has lyrics about Jerry Sandusky, the -hmm. now disgraced football coach of The then disgraced football coach. Along with Casey Anthony... Casey Veggies. No. Tyler said of his performance on P that his <laughs> his performance is, quote, retarded as the sound of deaf people arguing. Oh, boy. No, this was 2012. Uh-huh. Where you could say things like that. I think I was still <laughs> and, saying things like that. And not being taken down by the goddamn mm. liberals. Yes. Yeah, slay queen. I hate liberals. In this house, hate has no home. Except for
1: liberals. Can and Liberace. Can you trust me on have chocolate shippies?
0: Yeah. If you were a liberal, which liberal would you be? Hillary Clinton. Mm, 45. That's your answer? Yeah.
1: You'd be 45? Mm-hmm. He's a liberal. Come on, Gabriel.
0: Come on now. He's so cute. That guy loves Democrats. That guy is cute. I mean, hello, Brom King. I find him scary looking. Hmm.
1: I've heard people say like young scary. Donald Trump was cute, but I
0: I think he was scary looking. Scary looking like a troll or like a goblin.
1: Like a goblin.
0: Coincidence. It's a weird one. <laughs> the track white. Is a Frank Ocean solo song. It's just like electric piano and him singing. I think it's, it's really nice. Really good. He, he's got a heck of a voice. Mm-hmm.
2: I dreamt of sound. I dreamt of gravity keeping us around. I slept in the darkness. It was lonely and it was silence. What is this love? I don't feel the same. Don't believe what this is. Could be given a name. I woke you with there, tracing planets on my forehead.
0: But I Frank Ocean will essentially plagiarize himself. He takes the song White and then uses it for the much more fleshed out version of the song. Uh, which features a lot of the same chords and lyrics uh, on his own record entitled Channel Orange. The album opens with the track High, which is just, I guess, a diss track. It's just a list of all the physical issues that every member of the group has. It's
1: mostly every member of the group, and then they're described as ugly and gay. And fat. Some of them are fat. Yeah. Let
2: me tell y'all niggas a little motherfucking story real quick. Once upon a time, there's this group of dusty ass motherfuckers created a little group for themselves. They called themselves Our Future. These little niggas made a motherfucking tape. Our Future Tape Volume 2. You know, that ugly ass nigga Tyler with his bitch ass. I should fuck that nigga up when I see him. Nappy ass hair. Left brain. That nigga ugly as Big ass nose, sick gay ass, putting her clit
1: on other bitches' nipples and shit, whatnot. Matt, big ass, big ass. I think nipples. it does a good job of setting up the record, frankly. Yeah, it, kind of, it does it like what, you're what you're in did, for. Yeah? Sure. Um, the, the first time I listened to it, like I said, it didn't really register. It was kind of like, okay, fine. The second time I listened to it, it really did make me laugh. I thought it was very funny. In a very 2012... You know idiot way
0: the concluding track on the record is entitled oldie and it's earl sweatshirt's first performance in over a year he also does not get credit for his work on this song no he's just completely omitted bizarre <laughs>
2: So, I I don't my I
0: don't know my so Earl Sweatshirt uh, returned from he was away in Samoa at mm-hmm. boarding school, um, and he returns to do a little snippet on this record, and also to perform with Odd Future at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City for the release show.
1: So in the early in the record you hear someone say free Earl. Mm -hmm. I think it comes up a couple of times. Um, The reason they're saying free Earl is I mentioned earlier, I I like that Earl sweatshirt mixtape. That's a controversial statement because that Earl sweatshirt mixtape has multiple references to things like date rape. It's a really just blue, negative, dark album. And his mom heard it. And, She saw the music video we were talking about. She
0: got scared. And she said, you're moving
1: to Samoa. Yeah, she was like, are you okay, buddy? And he was like, I'm great. I'm famous. And she was like, I don't know that you are. And um, so because of all of the, you know, references to sexual assault, she had him sent to a boarding school in Samoa where he would do um, charity work with sexual assault victims. So that he would get some real world experience and realize why it's not funny to joke about Raping girls. Uh, So the Free Earl stuff, in retrospect, and even at the time, always struck me as a little bit, uh, I don't know, just (laughs) f***ed up. (laughs) Like, he seems like he's there for good reasons, Mm -hmm. you know? I think there's a reason he doesn't hang out with those guys anymore, (laughs) frankly. Bad influences. They were bad influences. They didn't support him. They didn't get where he was coming from. They had their own idea of what supporting him meant.
0: So Tyler directs three of the four music videos for the singles off of this. He directs uh, music videos for Sam is Dead, Rella, NY, Ned Flander. They're all disturbing. It just feels like he kind of dropped acid and then recorded. So the last single for the record is for the last track, Oldie. Which is directed by Lance Bangs. Do you know Lance Bangs? Of course I know Lance Bangs. He's the director
1: of the Goo Cruise music video by Howard Kramer. He did uh, Jackass, most famously. He made some movies, but he did Jackass.
0: Right. He also directed music videos for a lot of indie rock stars, from Sonic Youth to R.E.M., uh, but also bigger acts such as Kanye West and George Harrison. The OF Tape Volume 2 will hit number 5 on the Billboard 200. Completely inconceivable to me. My yummy, yummy song is You Know, featuring the internet. I
1: like the song best because it sounds like nothing else on the record. To me, it sounds like a totally throwaway album cut by Nerd.
0: Could be. I would still probably take most throwaway cuts by Nerd over just about anything else on this.
1: Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. My Yummy Yummy song is Analog 2. I think what I liked about it is, like, throughout the whole tape, There's little elements I like from the various members. There's always something about it where either the song just kind of turns into a drone of something obnoxious or it's just too obnoxious to even like in the first place. (laughs) But that song keeps changing in a way that I think like if I was ever to want to put on a song to remember what Odd Future sounds like as a group... That song to me is like that. These are
2: you when your girls can roll. If you meet me by the lane at the park in your room. If you meet me by the lane at the park in your room. If you meet me by the beer bring the
1: beer. Ooh, your girlfriend Nikki the back. I like to that's what they sound like as a group mm-hmm. that's what you put them all together that's a good version of that sure it's yeah a lot of times what they sound like as a group is one repeated beat uh, with one repeated synth line with uh, every one of them saying the most annoying thing they can think of
0: like my yuck icky song real bitch uh, which features <laughs> mellow hype and taco it has some pretty deplorable out of key singing and it's just uh, a list of descriptions of things that a real bitch would do. Um, <laughs> it's, it's mean, deeply misogynistic, Yep. very uh, get back to the kitchen sort of vibes. I hate it. Where my bitch
2: is at? Where my bitch is at? Yeah, man, a real bitch. She come home, cook a nice little meal for a nigga, you know what I'm saying? A real bitch yo my fucker runner mountain stick you know what I mean real bitches want the dishes you know what I mean real bitches help out to pay the bills for shit you know
1: what I'm saying my yuck icky song is 50 and i don't remember why i picked that
0: it's abrasive sure it is is it mellow hype yes yeah. so it is just out the gate super fast and obnoxious
1: yeah it's all a lot of distorted microphones
0: like if someone were Scratching a chalkboard with gusto. hmm
2: hmm Hostility burnt down, like my mule 48 forty And my Stacy Adam Gators with that motherfucker stake up. Good grades on the wall. Nickers hate to see me do it, major. I'm just the leader on my team and I ain't fritin' trades on lace in my shoes. We the mellow high Jews. We control in the crew, drinking Belgium Elfo, we're animals.
1: I don't generally hate what I'm listening to when I'm listening to Odd Future unless it's mellow hype and then I just hate it. I think it's just hot garbage. I hate it so much.
0: Each episode, we like to highlight the up-and-coming work of a discography-developing diva. Today, that is Sunchoke. Sunchoke is... What you get when you cross an artichoke with uh, the, the sun. They're a power pop trio from Philadelphia, combining tastes of indie, punk, jazz, and math rock. And they may be coming to a city near you this weekend, providing you live in the American Northeast. It is now time to chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of closing a gosh darn door with Sunchoke and their song... Lobs.
2: But I'm throwing them back. It might be too much to take, cause wasting a day.
0: hear more from sunchoke contact us to submit your own music for consideration view our citations listen to a playlist of our favorite odd future songs and support deep dive divas by following the links in this episode show notes so odd future in addition to putting out music in 2012 also Gets an adult swim television show on the Cartoon Network entitled Lawyer Squad. Squad. When storage lockers are abandoned, the treasures inside are put up for all.
2: I just have a great feeling about today. I hope to see if there's some hot wheels, some catch-up. What are you hoping's in there? Gold? Shut up. Just let me finish what I'm saying before you start. Because it's frustrating. Okay, Dick. It makes me feel unheard. Okay. Hope there's some gold.
1: Which I remember liking, but I don't remember why. It might have been—I th- was smoking a lot of
0: weed. At the yeah, time. it's like a sketch show sort of thing, not right. unlike uh, like a Jack Tim Ass. and Eric or Jackass Somewhere or between. whatever. Yeah. While uh, there are you know eight billion members of Odd Future, the majority of Loiter Squad centers around Tyler, the Creator, Jasper, Taco, Earl Sweatshirt, and Lionel. This year, Frank Ocean also puts out his debut full-length album Channel Orange on July 10th uh, which racks up six Grammy nominations domo Genesis puts out his no idols mixtape Mellow hype puts out numbers which is a full-length album and the inaugural camp Flognaw, which is also an anagram of Wolfgang uh Carnival is held and this uh, will run I believe till this day 2013. Tyler puts out his next full length record, Wolf. Boy loves wolves.
1: It sucks, if I may say.
0: You may think so. It debuts at number three on the Billboard 200. Earl Sweatshirt puts out his debut studio album, and Tyler and Earl go on tour together for the Earl Wolf Summer Tour.
1: I bet that was fun, huh?
0: Sure. It's also, I mean, that must be a reference to the podcasting while we're at Your Wolf, right? Oh,
1: I never thought of that.
0: 2014, Frank Ocean leaves Odd Futures management company for strikes. Um, and this is signaling a lot of the dissolution that is to come. Loiter Squad does put out their third season uh, in May of 2014. And Odd Future is slated to open for Eminem at Wembley Stadium, <laughs> which is the big one in England, on mm-hmm. August 11th and 12th. Because Kendrick Lamar couldn't make it. (laughs) An anti-violence group protests them, citing that the group encouraged violence at their shows as well as in their lyrics, which promote rape and violence towards women and kind of all of humanity.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: And as a result, some members lose their visas over the acts that they were accused for. But they will play with the folks who are able to make it to Wembley. In 2015, Haji announces that Mellow Hype Is coming to an end that they're done at the fourth annual Camp Flognaw Carnival. When the poster is put out, you know, one of those posters that have like 8 billion names on it. OFWGKTA is listed as an act that is playing. Again, odd future Wolfgang. Kill them all.
1: Encouraging violence once again. (laughs) Against all of humanity.
0: I mean, yeah, it doesn't say kill them some. This isn't really the odd future that you were probably expecting if you went to this. You have Haji, Demogenesis, Mike G, uh Tyler and Earl sweatshirt are are not present. Even though it's Tyler's festival. Tyler the Creator is supposed to go back to the UK and play, but uh he is banned for 3 to 5 years for his homophobic and violent lyrics. This actually gets lifted in 2019. Uh so he because.
1: made it. He came out as gay.
0: So in 2019, he is permitted to go back to play the show in the UK. However, the show is then canceled by police who are present at the show and say that the crowd is too rowdy and too plentiful. And it appears that that's kind of it. Everyone's like, oh, and goes home. Like there there doesn't appear to be I any violence or anything. I it's just kind of, you know. At this point, what, they're all like 24. They're yeah. really going
1: <laughs> to riot about dying the creator not getting to play his silly little songs.
0: Okay, so in 2016, Haji puts out Fireplace, Colin, the the not-the-other-side, sick, Uh, his (sighs) debut full-length album, and Odd Future Records' last release. So in 2016, they will stop releasing La Musica. A couple years later, in 2018, Tyler puts out a new album, including the song Okra, which contains the lyrics golf which is his clothing line be the set no more of a few months later taco posts videos of of playing a show in la including tyler the creator (laughs) also in 2018 tyler uh, the creator scores the motion picture the grinch starring uh what's that guy Bumber Bumber snatch cumberbund 2019, Mike G tells Revolt, which is a pretty big hip-hop news and entertainment website, that OF hasn't broken up, but they're not going to tour anymore or play shows. 2020, Tyler tells that same magazine that it is over. (laughs) He says, quote, I don't know if the styles would mesh much with everyone, but who knows? This could change in six weeks. Well, it is now 2022, two years later, and uh, still
1: nothing. You know, he's got a cooking show. He's doing doing sort of like funk-infused R&B. Frank Ocean hasn't had a release now in five years or something. He seems to be just hanging out, doing his own thing. Earl Sweatshirt doesn't really even use those guys on his records anymore. He doesn't rap with any of them. Left Brain doesn't seem to be working anymore he seems to have pretty much gone all the way i mean he's putting out records but not with anybody of note the internet's doing really good
0: they're doing great they're on the charts (laughs) we should have just done the internet